a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, otherwise known as 1986, you got to see graphic humanoid duck titties in a film <laughs> called, uh, in a film rated PG, by the way, also called Howard the Duck. And cinema oh. has never been the same since. Yeah. Anthropomorphic. <laughs> what is it? Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. Thank you. Anthropomorphic yeah. duck titties with with nips. <laughs> it wasn't just like bulging breasts. There were there were nips. Yeah, I think, I think there were D size. D cup. Yeah, yeah, there were D cup. But Nailed you up. know, maybe 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 I just like can't resist that animalistic. Attraction, <laughs> John, John. I think you turned him into a furry. Great job. <laughs> Wait, turned? Oh no! <laughs> we discovered a furry in our midst. Lola Bunny was just the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to reshoot amateurs in no suits. Too many movies to explore. Ruthie, Hector, and Ed laugh till the end. Let's see something never done before. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reshoot and Amateur's Guide to Gooder Film. God damn it, Ed. <laughs> I, I am one of your hosts, the annoying Peter, Hector. I can't think of a funny name, Ruthie. I'm Ed the Duck. And I I am Smash Tits. <laughs> Guys, I think we have to quit the podcast. I don't know if we can do anything funnier than that. We, we can't do anything funnier than that. God damn it. Here, Smash, here's the here's our uh Here, here's here, our golden microphone. Here's the uh, here's our buy all our passwords and everything. It's it's all yours now, dude. Take, take these keys, take my keys, take my car. <laughs> Oh, All man. I ask for for uh, for giving you this funniness is that Ed gets a tattoo of duck tits <laughs> on top of his own. No, no, it yeah. has to be a tramp stamp. <laughs> that's the shark. That's, that's the shark. That's reserved for the corn shark. <laughs> oh, that's right, the corn shark. Damn. Oh man. So 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 on my ass then. Yeah, just on the cheeks. Oh, yeah, the cheeks. Yeah. the cheeks are the titties, yeah. And and when when we say like John uh or Smash, when you say the the duck titties, do you mean like the photo realistic nippy? Yes, uh, as he has uh, he would have uh, have it would be all across his ass uh, as it would be of the uh, of the entire uh, or duck uh, uh, with tits in the bathtub. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Also, it was crazy how she didn't react with Howard just like going through her walls. Yeah, I know. She just kept happens. singing. <laughs> Maybe this is something that happens a lot in duck. Yeah. Water. Maybe she was in super duck water, drunk. She's an, as an she just having a great time. Before we get further, before we get further, yeah. uh, John, do you want to introduce yourself and your podcast? Yeah. Shameless plug. I, I'm Smash Trivia John. I'm the host of the Gamma Analysis, a podcast that does uh, uh, a lot of uh, of geeky movies and just and some uh, um, random other things. And with a focus on the, the Marvel character, the Hulk. 
and since you have you do a lot of trivia and stuff, I actually have a trivia question for you. Okay. How many issues did the original Hulk series last? Ooh, I think that would be six issues. Yes. <laughs> Bonus question for no actual points whatsoever because I'm poor. What <laughs> do you remember the month or year that it was? Ooh, um, I believe that was sixty-six. Sixty-three. Close. Close. Okay. Stunt. Good job. <laughs> yeah, nice job. Good Way job. better than I would have done. Yeah, I I had to. I was looking up like Hulk trivia, and that was one. I'm like, oh, that's fun. But yeah, I, I would have guessed in the month spring, the month of spring, or perhaps winter, or summer, or fall. Oh, and here on. is the first ever issue of Hulk. Oh, you have it! Damn, oh, cool. it's not it's not one of the original printings. Uh, Angus is a, just a copy of it, but it, it is the original issue. That's really nice. sick, though. Yeah, I also got I also got one from uh, um, Hulk one eighty six or seven, which is the a first appearance of Wolverine. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's is cool. That, is that the one where he throws Wolverine? Mm. It, I think that they later. fight in this uh, this issue. Oh no! Back it was, when was it? Is it is the Cannonball special with Colossus? The smash. The Cannonball special is. Uh... Wait, is it called Cannonball? No, it's not Cannonball. It's a. Uh... Uh, oh, that's cool. The fastball, special. the fastball special, yes. Fastball special. Yeah. Was that with Colossus? That yeah, was usually with Colossus. Okay. There was one time where she hooked it to Wolverine, and she was commenting on his buns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, and so... then he does squat in a lot of his comic poses. Yeah. So that yeah. Tracks. No, it it tracks. Anyways, today's movie, Howard the Duck. It's a Marvel character. This is the first Marvel movie confirmed. Like actual like. From Marvel Studios and stuff, yeah. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Oh, well, actually, this was not made by Marvel Studios. This was yeah. made by Lucas Films. Okay, no, yeah, you were right. Yeah, George no, but, Lucas. <clears throat> but technically, Who's... because Howard the Duck appears in Guardians Maybe. of the Galaxy, first one of the cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, one thing about this oh, film that I find uh, extremely interesting is how the opening narration as he's flying through, uh, flying through the cosmos... Definitely sounds like it's describing the multiverse. So I would say uh, I would say this is like really within that same multiverse. For sure. For sure. So how are we going to do it? Man, this got a really hard movie to summarize quickly. I got you. <clears throat> All right. I'm, I'm the master of summarizing <laughs> because I don't remember a lot of the films. So <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Anyways, uh, movie starts off with Howard the Duck in Duck World. Uh, it's a planet shaped that is an egg. And through some weird circumstances, he starts getting pulled through this portal. Uh, it turns out to be like an energy beam, and he winds up in uh, a couch Cleveland. in alley in Cleveland, Ohio? Yes. 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 Cleveland, Ohio, and he's like, runs into like weird people. Also, uh, PG film, a biker gang called, what is it? Like Hell's Sluts? Satan's, or, Satan's Satan Sluts. Sluts. And one of them was a drag queen. Uh, it looked, at least looked like a drag queen, which was awesome. There was Anyways, also one person who had uh, had baby doll faces all over their jacket. All over the oh, leather yeah. jacket. Yeah. That was sick. That, one, that was weird. Uh, anyways, he's, he meets some wacko characters, gets punched around and stuff, and then he saves... Uh, I don't even remember her name. Beverly. She's he's she says Beverly getting assaulted by two guys. One one with the 
baby doll faces because he's a master of uh, duck foo or whatever, or quack foo. Quack foo, yes. Quack foo. Um, And then Beverly basically takes him home. They talk for a little bit, and then Beverly takes Howard over to her friend who's a scientist who turns out to be just like the janitor for the museum. Uh, He was a lab assistant. And she technically never met him before. He's the boyfriend of one of the band members. Oh, wait, really? Oh, okay. Oh, that's why he just walked in. Okay. Uh (laughs) Yeah, because Beverly was super surprised when she met, like, she, like, kind of knew him, but she didn't know anything about him. Yeah. Uh, Takes him there because she thought he could help determine what he is or where he came from, but he's just a lab assistant. And then they leave and Beverly and Howard have a fight. Howard goes off to find a job, and then he just kind of goes back to Beverly because the job thing wasn't working out. He started working at a bathhouse that was co-ed and was really weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it seemed like a brothel, but kind of like a yeah, ring, but it, ring your own sex partner brothel. Yeah, it was <laughs> weird. But it, it is Cleveland, so like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Who knows what goes on there? It doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then he eventually goes back to Beverly. And they have this really weird almost sex scene. <laughs> I was wondering if they were nice going to. Butt also, Beverly has a very nice butt. Um, <laughs> and then like Peter, the, the, the lab assistant dude just walks in with like Dr. I forget his name. I forget everyone's name here. Dr. Jennings, wasn't it? Jennings, yeah. 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 Dr. Jennings no. and some other dude. And then they, uh, I think they no. They try to take him with him, and they, like, pluck a, a feather from him, and then they confirm that, like, yeah, it was this laser that we have, and then they go over there to, on their way there, Jennings went to the laser first, and he activated it, and it, like, backfired, and then apparently they dragged in some weird demon thing, and they go to a diner, and for some reason, Howard and Beverly just are okay with Jennings having a supremely evil voice and saying weird things. And the, the diner scene is, uh, first of all, Cajun sushi. And it I would is try that. The funniest scene in the entire film, mm-hmm. that entire diner sequence. And then eventually, uh, Jennings kidnaps Beverly, uh, takes her back to the laser to try and get one of the other demons to possess her body. And then Howard and the lab assistant go and have a literal neutron laser. Uh, and they shoot the event like scuffle goes around and Howard eventually shoots the thing with the neutron laser, but the thing was all very activated and more demons are going to come in. And then he shoots the neutron laser at the thing, securing his place forever in earth. And then the movie ends because Howard, Oh yeah. Howard's now the new manager of Beverly's band and they have a very, what? He's not on earth forever. What? I mean, throughout the movie, he's like there, but, Again, this is the first movie in the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's, he's oh my, shush! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, like, the, and also Beverly and Howard have a very strange sequence again at the very end of the film. Uh, yeah, the bestiality stuff in this film was like really uncomfortable, but the most uncomfortable was obviously the the duck tits. <laughs> and yeah, that's. Movie in a nutshell. I skipped over some major details, but eh, it's fine. You yeah. missed it. You missed out saying movie in an eggshell. True. 
All right, uh, Smash, I'm going since this to, was your like, pick. Walk away. <laughs> <laughs> since this movie was your pick, Smash, uh, that makes you episode czar. So uh, it is your choice on who goes when. You can choose to go first, or you can have any one of us go first. It's your call. Uh, um, I'm going to say Ed goes first. <laughs> well, I knew it was going to be me. All right. So, yeah, this... I Okay, so because this was short notice and my life is kind of busy, uh, I watched this literally last night. Same. Same, yeah, okay. And I, I only watched it that one time. Um, but... Oh my gosh, this movie. Things I liked. I liked I liked the the like you Hector, I liked the first 30 minutes, not the first half. I liked the first 30 minutes and then I liked the diner scene. There were some really good jokes in a lot of this film actually. And for the life of me, I can't remember many of them. Like literally. It was but, a lot. Like there was a, a lot, lot. Yeah, yeah, and ones. like really back to back, very very quick paced humor. In this, like, if you're not paying full attention, you'll miss some funny jokes. Um, but yeah, it was surprisingly funny. And honestly, the the duck animatronic, or like at least the head was animatronic. It was like a suit, and the head was yeah. Um, I think it was three people who were like we're, we watched this on Amazon, and when you pause, you know, it gives the name. The X-ray yeah. vision or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like three people just for Howard. So, like, honestly, props to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't find Howard like that disturbing, or like that weird or that bad. Even like, that's like passable for like a low budget film these days. Honestly, that kind of thing. It's better than Sharks of the Corn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Sharks of the Corn is peak cinema. <sighs> I can't even say that joke in good taste, dude. I don't know how. It outmovies good cinema. I think it outmovies Morbius. Possibly. You, know, you talk about uh, you talk about the Howard puppet uh, and whether uh, whether it's disturbing or not. Uh, uh, at least what we saw in the film is not as disturbing as how the uh, the puppet looks now. Oh, oh my oh. god. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> It, oh, is, it is decayed. Yeah, it's not aged well. Dang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Have you seen the original uh, Kermit Muppet? Oh, I don't think okay. I've seen that it, one. It low-key looked cursed uh, during those uh, uh, coffee commercials. No, no, I'm not talking about that one. I mean, like, the actual, like, oh, finalized actual Kermit. Kermit. Okay. It's in the Smithsonian. I got to go once. It's not as decayed as that, because <laughs> they actually care for it, but... <laughs> it's like... It's like very pale green now yeah yeah it's like can can we picture one more time please um here we go oh god that's just like if howard keeps living his sinful lifestyle (laughs) (laughs) and here's another one of the uh one of the ones they use and uh, this is just a head but yeah oh (laughs) that's terrifying that that looks like chica from from five nights (laughs) oh god it does oh chica yeah anyways uh, (laughs) oh my likes um yeah i mean oh jennings was hilarious dr jennings once he once he got possessed really was super funny i love oh, jennings I mean, okay yeah. yeah jennings like okay I, so, I got confused with the assistant for a second yeah, my bad. it was so funny just like when he like walked into the nuclear facility and he's just like walking around and then he like walks to 
these normal people and she just goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, um, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jennings as a demon was top, top notch. Like, loved it. Um, things I disliked. Uh, basically everything else. Um, I really did not like the lab assistant who was cringy as hell. Um, it really, like, put me off or, like, set me, like, I was enjoying a little bit and then he shows up and I'm like, oh, I hate this. And then whenever he wasn't on screen, I, like, started enjoying the movie more again. I find it ironic, (laughs) of all things, that the animal character is normal. But the human is the closest thing to a dog. Yeah, I mean, t- typical hairless ape, and yeah, produced by George Lucas. Like, of course, of course, you're gonna have another Jar Jar in this. I mean, I like yeah. Jar Jar, but like, no, I- I'd pick Jar Jar over Phil. Oh, I'd pick Jar Jar over most. Oh yeah, so uh, Jar Jar is is an amazing character. Uh, he's so much better than Philzy. Mm-hmm. That's my fix. Uh, replace Philzy with Jar Jar. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even. Bar- I wouldn't even. <laughs> I damn. <laughs> Don't agree. Wait, episode one. <laughs> wait, written as episode one or written in Clone Wars? Because I feel like written in Clone Wars is more tolerable. Yeah, it's more tolerable. Episode. I'm. I'm thinking about episode one, Jar Jar. Yeah. No. Even more... episode one, Jar Jar is preferable no, to no, Filzy. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. 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 To no I, I disagree. I disagree. Okay, so, John. <laughs> think... what, what do you think? I would say uh, a um episode one Jar Jar. Uh, I since I uh since I actually like episode one Jar Jar a lot. I find him hilarious. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna have to disagree on that. Um, yeah, I would prefer Filzy over Jar Jar like any day, but Filzy was still just very intolerable. Oh my gosh. A lot of this movie just like I don't know. I it, I did really love Filzy getting uh, and basically waterboarded for a while. That, oh that was, yeah, I was fine Dude, with that. Yeah. Funny to say that because I was watching with some friends and they basically said, like like talking as Filzy is like Howard, stop! I'm getting waterboarded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and th- those those little planes, the little plane that he died. Uh, I think there was a continuity error where they shot the wings. And then the wings were fine when he did the loop-de-loop. Yes. And then at the end, the wings were even more destroyed. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's weird, because they had really good continuity with, like... A lot of uh, stuff, yeah. A lot of stuff. Like, uh, Bev still had her, like, nighty underneath the clothes. That was a really good detail, I thought. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Howard, Howard was also fine. Like, I thought... I when I first saw this film, I thought it was gonna be Howard that was like the worst part of the movie, but he was probably the second best part of the movie. Like he was super normal, super funny, typical typical hairless ape kind of stuff. Um, and you when at the museum, he's like, "Wait, so you guys are all hairless apes?" <laughs> he's like talking to himself while other characters are talking. He's like, "Wait, so you guys are all hairless apes?" It's kind of disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this movie was had some pretty nice, yeah, really funny jokes actually for the most part. But again, if Filzy was on screen, it was hard to watch. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's basically my likes and dislikes. Not 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 super strong opinions on this movie really, apart from others. I mean, I had emotions in this one. I wasn't like giggle bored like in Point Break. 
But yeah, but like, how would you fix it? That's really hard. Is the thing for this one because there was as hard as his corkscrew penis. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god! He had a condom oh outside of the wrapper in his wallet. Thank you. That I was have... weird. <laughs> was it used? Is it corkscrew Uh-oh. shaped? It wasn't corkscrew shaped. It was normal. You don't shape. know that. It was still yeah, rolled up. It, it could corkscrew shape if he rolls it up, rolls it up. It could be. Could be. Anyways, we'll never know. The again, yeah. There was nothing to latch onto in this movie that was like super interesting to like build the movie around that. And like, I don't know much about Howard the Duck, and I didn't really have time to research Howard the Duck, so I don't know like exactly what his deal is. All I know is that he 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 gets isekai in the comics also. Yes. Um, but like, I feel really bad, basically not having a fix. Okay. Because well, I can't think you, of anything. Since you won't agree to Jar Jar replacing <laughs> Phil, how do you fix Phil? Because he's just oh, so he, annoying. He's just not in the movie. You so just then how do they get to the movie? scientists? Yeah how how does how do you connect Howard to the scientists? The manager knows Dr. Jennings? Easy. How will the manager know Dr. Jennings, though? Expl- just give us that. I don't know. He's not a big, as big as a douchebag, and maybe he's like, I don't know, just perchance. They just, he just knows him. There doesn't really need to be a huge explanation for it. Oh, I had one. Can I get it And also, to you? it makes the manager, like, the manager was talked about early, and then you don't see him until the end of the film. It makes him more of a character in the movie. More of, like, an wait, actual thing. Wait. What? Wait. The manager from the band? Yeah, the he band the manager. He was in the middle. He he's was not, the one that Howard beat end. up. At the bar. He's yeah. at the end of the first half. Oh, that is the first half. Yeah, and he's only ever there. But yeah, like maybe it makes the manager more of a thing in the beginning of the movie. And stuff. I don't know. Like, again, like... I watched this movie last night. If I was going to make a fix, I was going to rewrite the entire movie. And I just didn't have time. And I'm okay. sorry. And, that was fine. Yeah. It was but it was last minute. How quick, dare quick you? fix? Just delete Jennings or, or delete delete uh, Filzy. Just gone. Per- better movie, one hundred percent. All right. Yeah. Uh, All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, thank I you, apologize that I don't have a like a more a more uh, deep fix or anything like that. That's do you the want? Whole do you want one? Podcast. Ed, do you what? want one? I can give you a way to connect Jennings to Beverly. To Beverly? Yeah, he's a huge fan of their. He's a huge fan of Cherry. Oh, Bones. he's a fan of. Oh, <laughs> that's better. I was gonna make yeah. Jennings the brother of the manager. Oh, that could work too. Oh, that could. Yeah, that could actually work too as well. Yeah, I don't know. Um, or Bev's dad. But I would definitely keep the diner scene. Oh, Show yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? No, dining scene was good. That was like my last favorite scene. That was like my last, this last scene I liked in the movie. After that, I kind of agreed, fizzled off, agreed hard. Yeah, yeah. not 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 because of like, okay, I don't know. Uh, John, who you do know, you want to go next? You know what? Hold up, sorry, my bad. You know, <laughs> just thought of it right now. What would make this a better film is if it's just like Howard the Duck and just like the weird hijinks he gets to after getting Isekai. There's no real like villain or anything like that. Just like what the hell is going on? What is this planet? Kind of shit. 
don't know. I would watch a whole movie of that. Yeah. 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 A whole like just pure comedy. Yeah, definitely. Somebody not... throws some bread at him. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> he throws a whole sandwich back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go oh, with Hector next. Okay. All right. Likes duck titties. <laughs> okay. My man. My man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. There we go. That was a party. Uh, also, can I just say, do you know how gobsmacked I was when I see Howard the Duck and then George Lucas? I'm like, oh, no. okay. This makes wow. sense. <laughs> Yo, there's actually a really interesting story with, uh, with, um, the relation to George Lucas with it is because of how bad this film failed, uh, failed at the box office. Um, George Lucas had to uh, had to sell off uh, off Lucas Animation uh, before they even had a chance to make any films. Uh, um, that studio that was Lucas Animation became Pixar. Oh, oh, cool. So Howard the Duck is literally uh, uh, responsible for Pixar existing. It just goes full circle back to Disney. That's <laughs> bananas. No, that's cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, the Duck PTSD. I forgot when. Oh yeah, when he was seeing like the Duck Hunters and everything like that. That PTSD was like amazing. Like I know people complain. I did some research after watching the movie. People complain about him being expressionless, but I think like. The little they could, along with the voice, just Wait, really oh, yeah. s- sells Gene me on the whole. Thought he was thing. expressionless. People thought he was expressionless. I guess compared to other animatronics and stuff like that at the time. Keep yeah. in mind, the eighties were. Wait, yeah. hold up! Like this thing had better like expressions than the whole Lion King movie, the remake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did Duck had better facial expressions than the entire movie? Yeah. What's funny what is the real lines have more. In the 80s. To be fair, everyone, I'm sure this movie's like half the budget was just to pay Pablo Escobar to give him all the cocaine in the world. Like, let's be real. <laughs> sure, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah. Uh, also, the grunge, like the dirty, nasty grunge of this entire movie is great. Like the graininess, the color, like the color grading, oh, yeah. like the the texture just i don't know it it's an it's something i don't see anymore movies are too clean mm-hmm. at sometimes nowadays most movies mm-hmm. and this was just nice i love that dirty aesthetic yeah. it's also like uh 12 monkeys is another one ed mm-hmm. that has that same kind of grunge and i, I live for it i actually like, with the, like the color gray and all that stuff like you were talking about i was actually reminded of the big lebowski uh, a you kind of like that. I haven't seen that yet. I will add it to my list. I'll put it at the top of my Let me add oh. to my list. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, oh, so this is a very controversial thing, and I'm sure I'm going to completely like canceled for this, and I'm ready to accept it. I think 80s music, for the most part, is a bit overrated. I'm not the biggest fan. Pitchforks. I My dad made me listen to a lot of it Torches. growing up. Well, let's pack it up, guys. Yeah, podcast is canceled. Podcast is canceled. We will be host uh, holding auditions for a third podcast host shortly. Oh, <laughs> uh, but the way the, my point is, though, mm-hmm. God damn it, Cherry Bomb's music fucking slapped. 
You're right. Yes. Oh my god, yes. They had such amazing music. Like music. every song, like at the end with Howard at the end, I'm like, oh, okay, this is gonna be lame and more. I'm like, no, this is amazing. This is really good music. I, I actually the, I don't know where it is now, but I actually have a recording of myself singing that Howard the Duck song uh, on from the end of the film. Oh nice. That's pretty <laughs> cool. Also, my last like that I could think of. There's a few more, but I can't think of them. Howard the Duck had drip. Let's be real, y'all. <laughs> He had some good drip. He also had good riz. He had, I mean, it's Howard. But no, he had some good, he had some good riz and some good drip. He's, you know. He was I totally smooth, guess. too. Yeah, the riz. The riz. Does, oh, do you sorry. not know what riz okay. means, Ed? Bro, I'm not a Zoomer like y'all. I'm <laughs> I'm the Zoomer. He's a, he's technically a millennial. Like, barely. I'm also a Zoomer. Hey! High five, high, internet high five. Technically a millennial. <laughs> Very young millennial. That's what a, that's what he is. Basically a zoomer. So Riz is short for charisma. Do you know how stupid that is? <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> you got the Riz. Don't insult our okay. cat like that, dude. <laughs> Dang it. What's uh, what's more stupid uh, uh, than any uh, any kind of zoomer uh, or terminology? How cringe it is when uh, and when people who are older generations try to use it uh, uh, use it to make themselves look cool. Don't call me out like that, dude. I've been trying to. <laughs> I'm starting to use hey, Riz. Hey, <laughs> you're fine. Okay. Uh, you're uh, you as a millennial. You're fine, but I've like heard some people who are like uh, like really uh, uh, who are like Gen X or even Boomers who try to use uh, uh, Gen Z terminology and it's just like this isn't. This is uh, like seeing a all. high school, like seeing your yeah. high school teacher say "all facts, no printer." And the, what? <laughs> yeah. No. Like I, like there's a podcast I listen to occasionally that uh, a, that all of the hosts are uh, are like, I think they're like maybe a, a um, like early uh, a millennials, and they uh, and they have uh, and they like to uh, like to as a way to sound cool say on god no cap i'm like Ugh. yeah why yeah that oh boy like I, personally i like using i have a younger sibling mm-hmm. who i think uh so i like to learn the terminology just to use it wrong in front of him that's mm-hmm. fun but like what do you say? Such a dad move. It's fun. It, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, I can, uh, although I he's, can, uh, yeah, I could definitely uh, understand apparently, that. Apparently, apparently, on fleek is dead. That term. yeah, that that I was... have not heard that in ages. Yeah, no, that I don't famous. think I've ever actually heard someone say that in real life. I have. I have as well. <laughs> Thank you guys for not saying my name. Wait, shit, no. Uh... <laughs> well, I just said it. <laughs> so, my dislikes. Holy Exposition Howard. These are more in order of the movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, the first bit, like, I know the exposition was necessary, but it was so much in such a small time. Luckily, it kind of stopped after the Beverly, when he first sleeps in Beverly's room. But, man, before that, a third of the way in, I didn't know it was going, and it wasn't fun. Now I kind of miss it. (laughs) I kind of took that one back. Because, like, it was fun, but it was just kind of like that state of confusion was just weird because I'm not used to seeing this kind of film. But, like, I think by, like, the brothel, the, the, we'll call it the brothel, the brothel bit, I was, like, warming up to it. BYOB brothel. 
Bring your own babe brothel. No. Uh... Bring your own boner brothel. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I did some research. And I know the Dark Overlord is surprisingly accurate. I think it could. It was like. It felt kind of like lackluster. Like they were too scared to go mm-hmm. all in on the second half. And it, it was not a fan. Like, I think my issue is with a lot of superhero movies. It's always saved the world. Does not matter the scale for the most part. That's why I've mm-hmm. been a huge fan of... Uh, I- I'm still fresh off Guardians 3. So, like, I think Guns mm-hmm. kind of one of the better ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, the sp- the first one, Homecoming, Spider Man. That one did a pretty good. That one did really one. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So this was kind of like disappointing. So I'm like, you're getting a street level hero at best, doing like world, you know, doing a uh, Avenger level threats, and I don't know. It, it was fine. It was just kind of like you think the Avengers are gonna go to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there should be a Cleveland Avengers team. I would read that. Oh, Dude, yeah. it'd be so trashy. That's the point. Yeah, get like That's D-list true. superheroes. Like, get Gun to like. Well, Gun can't. One anymore. of them is just an insurance agent. That's it. That's That's damn, his power. That's an actual wait, thing. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Cleveland. One is an ins- ins- uh, insurance, insurance agent. agent? Yeah, Cleveland. that's his superpower. That's damage wait, control. Wait, so you're just. That's just Trigun then. We haven't seen Trigun. Also, that's just damage control in Marvel. That is an actual thing, right? What? Yeah, damage control is a thing. Mm -hmm. I tried to make a joke about Cleveland being a desert planet and insurance agent with Trigun, and then it just gets... Nobody knows? You're the wrong audience, pal. (laughs) (laughs) How have you guys never seen Trigun? I've been in love with Cowboy Bebop, and that's it. So... Joking aside, okay, sorry, before I get lost, uh, my fixes. I looked at a bunch of, like, I tried to find uh, Howard the Duck rogues gallery, <laughs> and I picked Bessie the Hell Cow. <laughs> you, do you know who that is? Who raised your, do you, do you know who that no, is? I have no idea. Okay, is. this is amazing. Okay, yes, yes, Ed. You said raise your hands, so I clicked the button. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. <laughs> So, Bessie the Hell Cow, what the story is, let me remember, this is a really fun Wikipedia article to read about Bessie the Hell Cow. So, basically, Bessie is a, uh, a cow, Dracula was starving, he went, he was in this farm, he ate the cow, he sucked the blood straight off the cow, the cow died, came back to life three days later, and is going after, going on a big revenge quest to kill Dracula. Mode. And so um, the powers are super hu- super bovine strength and agility, uh, sucking blood, and having a half cow, half bat form to fly around in easier. <laughs> By super bo- bovine agility, can she climb downstairs? I'm sure she can. I haven't, again, I didn't read the comics. I hadn't, this was like yesterday before I went on my, a thing I'll mention in my, uh, what i watched recently okay so this is just to give you an idea of who bessie the hell cow is also she's in a dare she was in a daredevil run up to a deadpool run like five years ago deadpool inc i think it, uh-huh. it yeah it's fun although now she just looks like a human with like regular like a regular human except for like a cow head ew 
So, like, yeah, I don't know. I feel there's a good cow, like, utter joke there, but I'm not going to make it. Molly milkers. <laughs> Dairy. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so here's the thing. She's not, we're not going to have, like, Jennings as the villain. Okay, here's, here's. Jennings as a villain, broke. Bessie, woke. So here's what we're going to do. There is a farm right next to the lab. Right? When the explosion happens, there's a van. Maybe you can have, like, Howard look at one of the du- uh, one of the cows or something or make some joke about the cow. So we're aware of it. One of the vampire demon overlord, instead of falling to Jennings, falls onto the cow. And also, they're, they're not demon overlords. They're vampires or vampire demons. Because why the fuck not? Right? I'm, I'm getting into some of that cocaine here, okay? So... <laughs> Bessie and the vampire are fighting for control. Jennings is still hurt from the explosion, so they almost drive, they almost crash, and then they they hear something coming after them, so they go hide in a steakhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Bessie gets offended, and then she just starts to eat all the people there. Like, she's chopping them up or something. You know, like, just doing all this crazy stuff, like, really fast. Um... And thinking, Hector, how can you do this in the 80s? CGI wasn't as good then. And I say, yes, that's correct. But here's the thing. Who did... Do you know who uh, Phil Tippett is? Yeah. He's the guy who did the stop motion for this film. When it was the final bit with the Demon Overlord. Okay. So he was the person who did the worst part of the film. Oh really? I thought it was really good. The, the I hated. I, I hated how the uh, how the stop motion looked because because it, it felt very obvious to me how those uh, how it was just it was a just a tiny figure that they zoomed up big. It just looked really bad to me. Yeah, fair it enough. Reminded me. It reminded me of the the original second Mortal Kombat movie. If you've never seen that, do. Also, Hector, when you said. Uh, when you were like, how are you going to do that, Hector? The, the CG wasn't as big as in the 80s, and you said, yes, that's correct. It would have been really funny if you just stopped there and continued with your next point. Because it sounded like you learned. Fair enough. So my thought is, okay, so Phil Tippett, I, I really appreciate him because he did the, I haven't seen it yet, but he did a movie called Mad God. He worked on it for 20 years. It just came out last year. It's on. If you have Shutter, you can get a free trial of Shutter. Watch it. I need to get a free trial of Shutter. But it's it's just pure stop motion. He's really good at it. Like he is, he's up there with like Leica or like the old Leica president is like one of the big fathers of stop motion. Or the Wallace and Gromit guys. Ardman too. Yes, thank you. But uh, I want him to be making Bessie the Hell Cow. And dealing, fighting Howard the Duck with stop motion. And yeah, just it doesn't matter if it's bad. It doesn't matter if it's cheap. If anything, that would make it more of a cult classic looking back on it, right? So just make them fight. Just let them, them fight. Let them fight. <laughs> that, that's my fix. Just that they fight with Bessie and uh, the demon, the vampire overlord fighting for control. And then at the end, Bessie lives because, you know, we love Bessie. Okay. Sounds like a pretty fun film to me. Thank you. All right, over, Czar. 
I I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. Uh, I am, but the uh, but the last person here that's not me. Uh, uh, you can. Uh, what is your, what is your name again? Ruthie. Ruthie, uh, uh, you you can go next. All right. What I liked about this movie, it reminded me of a lot of movies I saw as a kid. Um, just a few that I can name. Uh, I don't know if anyone else saw it. We're back, a dinosaur story. Uh, she told me about this one. I never Holy heard of shit, it. guys. You, you're sleeping on a classic over here. <laughs> John I... Goodman plays a dinosaur. Um, Interesting. But, I, I know what you're future. talking about, Ruthie. I know what you're talking about. I think I'm saying Thank you. Look it up real quick. It's so good. <laughs> God damn it. Is it animated? Or... Yes. Okay. It's fully an- It's a 2D animated movie from the 80s, so you know it's good. Yeah. yeah. It's a golden age of animation. Yeah. I have seen that movie before. Yep. 100%. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was like, Ed's got to have seen it. I feel yeah. it. Okay. Uh, Back to the Future, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars, Episode 4, for obvious reasons. And uh, Spaceballs. And that's because the the visual effects guys, the special effects guys, they were actually hired by Mel Brooks after this movie because it was such a big flop. I think he said he specifically sought them out because he was like any well no they he was like anyone who's been in uh, Howard the Duck and Howard the Duck has a role in my film yeah so <laughs> and the next one he made was Spaceballs uh like what Hector was saying when the band was playing I was having a good time they had really good music I don't know if Leah Thompson was singing but if she did she did a great job and if not uh, the person singing also did a good job. Uh, I liked the scene of Howard at the bar. Uh, no one else has mentioned it. I That was like my favorite scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got the classic trope of the, the bartender, like a bar, a, bar's breaking, a bar fight is breaking out. Bleh, and the bartender just hands Howard the bottle to hit over the guy's head. Mm. And oh. space rabies. Mm. Chef kiss. Oh, God. Space rabies! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I felt like the band had really good chemistry. It was really believable that the four of them worked together and like, I don't know, they vibed really well. And before we saw this, this was my first time watching it yesterday. Uh, I didn't know how Howard was going to look. I was expecting it to be a little uncanny valley. The image, like the still images kind of make me, made me believe like, oh man, it's going to be really creepy. But the puppeteers did a, an amazing job, and we've been spoiled in a bad way uh, by modern CGI and puppeteering. Because mm. modern CGI, it like, ages oh, like you so want, fast. Oh, like you want to return back to puppeteering. Yes. No, I 100% agree. Because like, even in Lord of the Rings, there's some CGI where it's it's a little dated, but good puppeteering. That's why The uh, Hobbit is better, because it's just all CGI. She's about get, to murder me. Get out of my house. <laughs> this is an apartment, dummy. <laughs> I own all apartments now. Get out. <laughs> Alright. Uh, dislikes. Especially in the first part of this movie, it, it is a little too aggressively horny for my own taste. I am the self-proclaimed prude, so... It was just like... Five percent over the top, especially. I, I get it; it's an '80s movie, but it was technically PG. So it was like, yeah, that crap. play duck kind of threw me for a loop. Yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah, you're not gonna like one of my fixes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Howard is a nudist. <laughs> Wait, so we're going to see anthropomorphic duck pee-pee? God. And balls? Corkscrew or go screw yourself and get out of here, right? No. Uh, I'm sorry, that was really bad audience. I, no, I, I thought believe. that was funny. No, I'm, I'm more that... supporting you for liking that joke than me making that joke. Jeez. It was better than the Hobbit one. Yeah. That's yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I agreed with you, hun. There was so many exposition dumps, in the, especially like in the first half hour. Like I get it; it's a kids' movie, but at the same time, is this really a kids' <laughs> movie? Technically, it's a PG. I mean, I at think... the same time, uh, I'm the National Lampoon Vacation movies are uh, are PG. The rating doesn't always mean it's geared towards that. Yeah, Walter Mitty's mean... like not meant for little kids, and that one's PG. Yeah, fair enough. Um. I was confused about Beverly not knowing Phil. Uh, whatever. Um, everyone seemed really surprised when he said he wanted to go home. Like, Bev was surprised. The scientists were surprised. Like, how about... I don't know if it was a, a surprise or more so. Like, Beverly, she wanted him to stay because she's in love with him. Uh, and, then the, uh, and then the scientists want to profit off of him. Yeah. Well, it seemed like Beverly, like got the empathy of why he might want to return to his home planet a lot faster than the scientists did. And it's just like, my guy. As mm-hmm. someone who does like science and the pursuit of knowledge, I completely understand that they're like, wait, no, we were going to learn so much. Yeah. Right. Sentient being. I, I kind of get it. Yeah. Could have been presented better. It could have been get presented it. better. Mm-hmm uh phil was such an asshole i got i get the trope he's supposed to be the annoying really smart guy but he's also a doofus but he's so far up his own ass i can't like him through the rest of the movie even when he's supposed to become likable he breathes his own farts so (laughs) he huffs his own farts uh i felt like there was a big disconnect between the first half and the second yeah i think everyone yeah yeah did and my last one the almost sex scene was really weird because it's like howard was like into it but then he's not into it but beverly's like super into it like again this is a movie that apparently children are going to be watching i didn't like the the implications it had on consent yeah I know I have to be it's the 80s but I know it's the 80s I get it I get it I get it I have to be the wet blanket no I get it otherwise Ed's gonna get mad at me for being uh (laughs) for hating cure for wellness oh right yeah because you excused Howard the Duck but not cure for yeah yeah (laughs) if I don't say it (laughs) y'all 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 are just blind (laughs) cure for wellness I saw too much that was the problem oh my gosh uh, so for my fix, I just wrote Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, is the whole movie just the manager thing? Not the whole movie. I will keep the Overlord stuff just because I'm unoriginal. But I think I'd rearrange the events just a little bit. Uh, so up until Howard gets in, uh, up until Howard fights the two punks who are attacking Beverly, all the same. Find your whatever. Howard saves Beverly 
she like looks down, she pats where pockets are supposed to be. Silly woman, we don't have pockets. And she says, oh shit, I gotta go back to the bar and pick something up. My scummy manager forgot to pay me again. Uh, that's when Howard goes, we'll smooth the bar scene there. We'll introduce him to the rest of the band. Beverly, she's upset at first, like, oh great, now I just lost my manager. Now I'm gonna probably lose my house. Shit. Uh, I guess, yeah, thank you for saving me, Howard. Uh, thank you for getting me this money, but what, what are we gonna do? Uh, he becomes their manager. He doesn't know the- f well, he knows how to manage, because he's been, like, what, didn't he moonlight? Uh, wasn't that mentioned? Like, he moonlighted at a jazz bar or something, or a bartender? He used to be a musician. He knows the basics of, like, how managing works. He doesn't have as many, like, contacts. Uh, so he decides- uh, he's going to pick up a couple odd jobs as he's learning, uh, as he's, like, trying to figure out how to manage people. He says, he's like, figures, oh, if I network a little bit, uh, we'll keep the pool thing, whatever. Uh, while he's doing that, uh, the band member who's dating Phil, uh, she suggests her boyfriend works at the museum. He might be able to get Howard some help. And yeah, I'd kind of just turn it into a more of Josie and the Pussycat situation where uh, if there's a scene where Beverly is in, we're having the rest of the band too. Because like I said, I thought they had really good chemistry. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think Man, that be fun. Man, that... I think that Leah Thompson was the best performer in the film. All right. Yeah. I, I think it went with the guy who voice acted Howard, but I get it. Mm -hmm. Wait, quick question. Every scene... Not, not the sex scene. Okay, are you making this a duck orgy? Because like <laughs> a dorgy, if you will. Oh, I mean, canonically, Howard the Duck is polyamorous. Is he? He's got two girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, he does in the wallet picture. Yeah, and he's got the one that's in the picture and the one that calls him on uh, his answering machine. Yeah, that is true. Or the one that sent him a letter and the one that's on his answering machine. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I wish we got more duck bird. The duck, duck, duck birds, what they fucking call it in uh, DuckTales. Uh, I wish we got more of uh, duck the duck tits. world. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely some more uh, or duck world. But I I really love how uh, how much um, care they put into like making everything duck themed. And I love those movie posters. You can't convince me that the breeders of the lost stork was not a a porn movie. You cannot <laughs> convince me. All right, John, best for last. All right, so uh, so I uh, I as uh, as probably evident from uh, of how I've talked about uh, this movie, I love this movie. The movie I find it to be an absolutely hilarious ride. Uh, I um, and it's exactly the kind of campiness that I want out of superhero movies that I don't think we get enough of. Uh, of because that's how i uh, i see comics comics are like this really uh, uh, uh so many comics are extremely ridiculous uh, is and that's uh, and i think that we don't get a lot of that now uh, out of uh, comic book films um i love uh one on uh, thing i, I, I obviously uh, I, um as you mentioned like uh, the howard the duff voice actor i think that that well, was a a perfect voice always uh, for Howard. I think uh, and um it is very interesting that that was uh, that um 
he did as well as he did with the fact that he wasn't hired until after production of the film had ended. Uh, and they had already filmed everything with, uh, and he was, uh, and he wasn't, uh, wasn't there. Um, Damn. Next, uh, uh, next is uh, actually is I love uh, I love Leah Thompson's uh, and how she was able to uh, play uh, uh, play alongside this uh, I this uh, is um this animatronic like uh, so well where they actually do have chemistry together uh, they which is really cool uh, well especially since. She didn't even have a voice to go uh, go along with that uh, uh, while filming. Um, I uh, I I loved uh, of the everything about Duck World uh, uh, World. Um, and like and I love the uh, I love how like this is a film from the eighties, uh, like. 30 years uh, uh, years before the me too movement happened and they were calling out the fact that pe- that uh, that managers can be scummy and then they yeah. beat the hell out of the uh, out of the uh, scummy manager i love that uh, hat um and they uh, and then there's 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 so many quotable scenes in this film it's a uh, uh, film like the uh, uh, like no more mr nice duck uh, uh quack foo uh oh the the space rabies uh is um like this might uh, be I, a reach but also uh what a rotten day yeah Talk oh yeah rotten uh, day, the, like oh yeah and like uh, like Maybe? the hairless apes uh apes like i i love that uh that being an insult to uh, all so much uh, uh just uh, calling all humans hairless apes uh, uh apes um and going into like uh, some dislikes, uh, I, um, I really don't like how it doesn't feel like they uh, they could decide what audience they wanted for the film. So uh, like uh, like it as uh, as Rufy mentioned, like the uh, like this is uh, this is a film that could feel like uh, that at some points can feel like it's for children, but then also at some points it's very much for adults. I wish they had a. A, a better focus on the uh, on that uh, on what group people they wanted to, uh, from the film um i don't uh, i this is uh this is a little bit of like outside of the actual film uh, um but i i don't like that uh, like that jennings is played by i uh, jeffrey jones who is a sex offender wait Ew. wait oh jennings yeah Oh, thank God. Sorry, I thought you said uh, Peter, who's Andy from uh, from Shawshank. So I thought Shawshank dude was a sex offender. I'm like, no, no. But no, that, Jennings, yeah, that mm-hmm. that sucks. Would you recast yeah. Jennings with a different actor in mind? Yes, uh, yes. And that's going to be a part of one of my fixes uh, is for the film. Uh, um, um, another thing I, I hated in the film is the scene where they, uh, a scene where, uh, where the Dark Overlord brings out that giant ass tongue. That was disgusting. That was so much worse than any duck titties in the film. <laughs> I have a question. Uh-huh. Have you seen a Cronenberg film before? I'm not sure if I have. Have you seen The Fly with Jeff Goldblum? No. Avoid it. 
if because that's that's like <laughs> do not the fly. I, I, I like I like some body horror stuff. So like I've seen the fly mm-hmm. and I liked it, but like man, it is it's gross. The fly is like tw- fifty mm-hmm. times the scene of uh, the tongue. <laughs> Just the FYI, then. I, mm-hmm. I, and I, I, as I said uh, earlier, I did not like how the uh, like the um look of the uh, look of the dark overlord once he uh, became his true form uh, arm because it, it very much felt like it was this tiny thing that they just blew up in size it didn't feel like it was really there in the scene to me uh, I, um so odds if I, I fix this uh I said, first thing i'm uh, first thing i'm gonna do is i'm going to uh, i'm going to make it so that uh, that the uh they actually have a clear focus on the audience that they want for this film which is uh, which I'm choosing that to be a, a, a extremely hard R raunchy comedy. <laughs> and that, uh, which, uh, cause I, I love raunchy comedy. So that's why, uh, that's why. And then, uh, and I would have, so uh, there'd be even more, or uh, sex jokes throughout even more duck tits. Uh, it's, and then, uh, and possibly even since, uh, uh, for equality, uh, a, some human nudity as well. Oh, uh, <laughs> Yes corkscrew penis or no well it's no corkscrew penis <laughs> no see i was gonna give you money i was gonna help you fund this but i'm out now I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> nope, nope. i, I uh, vote filzy be butt-ass naked just to humiliate him. <laughs> can we for equality can we have equal amount female and male nudity at least sounds good then we would uh, need uh, ducks, uh, some male duck nudity <laughs> Just do well, just do a flat cardboard ass for the. I would have that the uh, the uh, the male duck nudity be uh, when the cops strip uh, uh, powered. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, or what about if we don't want the corkscrew penis? What about just balls? I would. I, I would. I would probably leaf. have that. It's just as a, a very small and furry. A wiener, uh, probably, <laughs> um, and that is acceptable. And then, I accept uh, these and terms. Then, uh, and uh, yeah, and then also, obviously, on the uh, on the female side, Beverly, uh, because I enjoyed the chemistry of those uh, of Howard, uh, Howard and Beverly so much. I would honestly have them go all the way with the sex scene. Uh, and, uh, just going to be hilarious. Um, and then uh, and outside of uh, I uh, add some uh, some other things I, was, uh, I would change. Um, one, uh, oh, one, oh, yeah, uh, your hands up. Uh, at what point, I hate that I'm asking this, <laughs> at what point do the scientists walk in with Howard and Bev? Oh, no, <laughs> oh, I didn't God. think about that. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna say that, uh, uh, say that. One, there's, there's not gonna be any kind of curtain, uh, and, and it will be. Um, right as he finishes. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. Um, Birds of a feather, am I right? <laughs> I'm going, uh, I would have then, uh, and then, um, because, of, uh, because of how, uh, of how I do not like, uh, I, um, the, uh, the actor playing Jennings, uh, and I'm re- going to replace him with the original voice of Howard the Duck, uh, uh, who, uh, uh who left? Uh, uh, who had actually left? Uh, F, uh, F te- uh, um, one week into shooting, uh, uh, because they because uh, uh, he couldn't do his uh, his um very specific style uh, on Howard the Duck uh, 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 because of how they made the, uh, the animatronic. 
that actor is Robin Williams. Robin Williams will be uh, uh, be my Jennings. Wait, holy holy, shit. wait, 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 wait! Hold up. <laughs> we almost got Howard the Duck as Robin Williams. Yeah, and he but he backed out because they uh, because they didn't give uh, uh, give enough of, uh, of like per, uh, like um freedom to him for uh, am to him to, uh, am to be able to like um actually get uh do like some kind of improvising with lines uh lines to make it funnier because of how, uh, because yeah. they had uh, because they had to film beforehand uh, and all of the uh, all of the movements uh, and its power um i'm going to have enough uh, i'm going to have that at, at the final scene that uh, uh final scene um as they fight the dark overlord he does not turn into the true form it just is the whole uh, all time is Crazy as hell, Robin Williams. They're fighting. Uh, I um, I think what else was I, uh, I changing? Uh, I, um, oh yeah, I want I, I, instead of uh, instead of the um bathhouse uh, so he'll uh, for, that Howard will try to get a part time job at. Instead, we're going to get a reference to uh, uh, what his job is in the comics. His job in the comics is a private detective. Yeah. I knew the music was sounding like a detective film in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, um, and then finally, my final thing would be, uh, uh, be that there's a post-credit scene, and that would be, uh, and that would be of uh, of the Hulk teasing that there will be a, a sequel. Uh oh, <laughs> where uh, Howard the Duck and the Hulk team up. Uh, I I honestly have wanted the uh, I wanted that since I first saw the uh, I watched them for the first time. I think that would be a hilarious concept. Uh, uh and I would since CGI was not good uh, uh back then, I would have them do uh oh a Hulk animatronic uh for the uh I and for that. Just like there was actually a, a canceled Hulk film in 1998 that uh, that was going to have a Hulk animatronic, and it was actually created. The entire animatronic was actually created, uh, um, but they never end up actually uh, a completing the film. Uh, uh, film, but uh, that is uh, that is my whole uh, whole list of uh, fixes. What do you guys think? That's really I good. That, yeah, I would I would watch that 100. percent Real quick, uh, why not just have the post credit scene? Why not just be it? Uh, Peter gets stuck in the gamma thing. Oh, Peter that gets Peter turned into the his whole real name because he kind of looks like skinny Bruce Banner. Peter? <laughs> oh, Philzy. Philzy. Oh, Philzy. 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 My bad. My bad. Philzy. Oh, Philzy. Um, <laughs> I could. Th- I mean, maybe, uh, maybe, but I, I don't. Uh, I don't want to uh, want uh, Hawk to be someone as annoying as Filzy. <laughs> That's completely yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I, I actually, after after so long, I actually hate mid and post credit scenes. It's kind of yeah, become tiring, and it's also like, why not just like put it as part of the movie? Like honestly, I think I think John and I are on the same page. I, I I am a sucker for a post credit scene. I, the oh, the yeah. post 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 credit scenes drive me up the wall though. Oh, I would that, I would fair. definitely make it just a mid credit scene. Uh, yeah. Right yeah. after the stylized credits uh, uh, credits. Um, I'm I, I'm I'm obviously I because I, I loved all the cherry bomb stuff. I'm going to uh, I would be keeping all of that 
and I would honestly also have it that have it just throughout the film uh, um, when they aren't on stage, uh, age, there would just be songs. Uh, uh, whenever there needed to be music, there would be songs from Cherry Bombs uh, um, playing, uh, uh, playing, and they would just create a whole bunch of original music for the film. <laughs> Damn, dude, you, you knocked out of the park here today. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was going to uh, pose a question to you all, but Smash kind of uh, already touched on it. Since this is technically a part of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, yes, I'm still running with it. You can't stop me, damn it. What one change would you do to make it synergize a little bit more with the rest of the Cinematic Universe? Just one thing. That's hard because well, it was in the 80s. Do you, uh, uh, well, do you want it to be actually the same universe or do you want it to still be multiverse? Either or. Well then, it's simply, uh, simply, I would have it that uh, have it that they literally in that first narration, I would have them actually say the word multiverse, uh, or since say that he came from another universe, that Duck World is another universe. Okay. All right. Uh, the voice in the beginning sounded like the Wanderer. Just or the have Watcher. The Watcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just have the Watcher. Just have him oh, show yeah. up. Maybe have a little like. In the background of the stars, you can kind of see like a shape and like the eyes. Like in bright. Which I, yeah. I actually, th- I actually thought about like just changing the villain to being uh, in a watcher who's angry that uh, angry that Howard is here, even though he's not supposed to be. Uh, a but <laughs> I but I decided against it because I was like Howard's not gonna be able to defeat a watcher. That's not. There's no way that happens. If Scroll Girl can defeat Thanos. Howard can defeat a watcher. Like, but, uh, like, I do think it would be hilarious to see Robin Williams as a watcher. Uh, Audrey, and he, and he would, it would be, like, one that's, like, uh, like very, like, elitist and, like, uh, uh, like, um, douchey rich folk sort of feeling in personality. Okay. I think that would be amazing. I would have seen it. That's good. I My thought when you said Robin Williams as a watcher was, like, He's seen too much, and he's mm-hmm. just losing it. <laughs> like Genie in the lab. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, He's yeah. been isolated for so long. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. What about you, Ed? How would you con- connect it to uh, an M- the MCU in some way? <laughs> Something with pin particles. <laughs> pin particles? Something with pin particles. It's a it's like a MacGuffin, right? All right, something All right. like that. Like oh yeah, like the 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 freaking laser thing is uh some kind of pin particle thing before Hank Pym like actually gets into it. Oh, that's good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like I I just thought of another way which I think would make Ed very happy. Uh, a um, just uh, simply at the end of the film. The uh, uh, the Earth gets destroyed and it's revealed to be by Kang because because uh, Ed does not like the film. <laughs> <laughs> King Conqueror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think what I would do is at the end of the movie, uh, after uh, the Howard the Duck song, uh, a family reaches out to Howard because he's a confirmed alien. Uh, this older gentleman. I don't know if he's got a wife at this point but uh he starts telling howard my grandson just got kidnapped and my daughter died i'm the only i'm his guardian he's gone now it was peter 
Yeah. No. My favorite. Mine is there is an old man. There is a. We cut to a grave with flowers. Uh-huh. It's Mary Jane. We pan up. It's Paul. <laughs> oh. the, 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 right. the guy who's been cucking Peter in the comics. I'm not. I'm just bitter. I was thinking you meant Paul as in the alien that uh, that Seth Rogen played in a movie oh. in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new one. That's my new one. I have um, a better. I have a better one. Yes. Dur- uh, during the concert at the end, like when when uh, what's her face and how Howard are talking, you just see the collector in the background showing up. Because <laughs> that would be a good one. In yeah. the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe is in the collector's collection. Right. right. Yeah. Oh. He's in like every single uh, Guardians film, and uh... isn't he in the Christmas special too? No, I think so. He was in Avengers Endgame and What If. He was in that one What If episode. Right. Those are those are loosely canon. Yeah. I I just thought of one last thing that I would want uh want to add to my uh add to what I would change to the film, and that is that I want to add a Stanley cameo. True. Oh man, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Also, I should say. Uh, I was peeking at Hector's notes as he was talking, and I didn't read it correctly. And instead of Bessie, I saw Bussy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was deeply concerned. That hell cow's got a lot of cake, okay? <laughs> a lot of patty cake. No, never mind. No, not cow cake. Forget, forget it. Forget it. That was bad. I'm, I'm tired. All right. Let's do grades for this movie. I, I think I already know Smashes or John's. <laughs> All right, Ed. No, I'm going last. Oh, okay. Okay. What would you rate this movie, John? At, at letter grade, I would you can do say, plus or minus. I would say um a seven out of ten. Okay. So it's like a solid a... C. Okay. Yeah. I respect that. I think I go up with the C plus. I had a good time. I think just a solid C, like uh, John here, just seven out of ten. D for duck. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> Can't take my back. That was. Uh. I was thinking he was going to say uh, a F for fuck this. <laughs> no, I didn't hate it that much. T <laughs> for duck. <laughs> the first T for titty. D for duck. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of of Ed, what did you think of my idea of adding more duck tits to the film? <laughs> it was just weird and disturbing. I don't know. The funny thing, I, I I don't know if you guys even noticed there are multiple times in the film where there are duck tits. There's there's, uh, as, there's right before that scene, and he's looking at a play duck magazine that ha- also has some. <laughs> Well, yeah. but that one, I think she was wearing more lingerie. I think she technically had the her nipples. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember covered, so nipples being. Kid. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. No, no, being it was. I think it was the nipples visible. that sent us all. Like, oh, <laughs> that sent us all frenzy. Yeah. Really was. Oh man. I I think that I think that it was a lot easier for me because even though I I watched this for the first time around uh, around like one and a half two years ago. I've known for many years that there's duck tits in this because I've uh, uh, because um I've uh, I've just no I've just uh, 
watch a lot like a lot of top 10 videos of like weird scenes and movies and stuff so those uh, uh so i knew that those were in it so i so i think i was already like just like mentally prepared okay that's there i was not <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was there for Ed's. I think you actually oh, yeah. told me there's duck titty with a like, full nipple. I don't think I would have been prepared. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was expecting, like, I was expecting to be photorealistic. That's what got me. I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, one thing we like to do for fun is we like to say something we've been, like, a certain form of media we've been... Uh, into lately like games movies books, music yeah books. Book, music yeah uh do you want to go first or do you want some time to think i can go first uh, uh first um i have been uh, i have been for this entire year so far uh oh far so five months uh i have been uh and binging from the beginning the simpsons uh, and and i'm in like season nine now oh nice, nice. that's yeah. a pretty cool uh thing to try that's good yeah do you think you'll catch up by the end of the year i have no idea there's uh, isn't there like 30 seasons or something i think there's 36 seasons actually so uh uh, so if i in five months was able to get to season nine i expect that i'm probably a not gonna get to uh, uh get to 36 by the end of the year Oh, it's thirty-four. Oh, okay, thirty-four. Do you get a chance? You have a small chance. I think that <laughs> I think they get shorter as the as it keeps going, just because they have so okay. much in syndication. But who okay. knows? Okay. Uh, that's basically all I've been uh, I've been watching for fun lately. That's cool. That's pretty cool, though. Good luck, Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed, Spider-Man. No, uh, uh, Ruthie. So, uh, lovely audience, let me share with you a funny story. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. (laughs) So, several weeks ago, I discovered my credit card had reward points. You know, like, you can get cool perks with it. Well, I had 10,000 reward points on my credit card, so I did what any rational, normal human being would. I bought eight gift cards for GameStop. And a little one for Cheesecake Factory. $25 gift card for GameStop. And a gift card for Cheesecake Factory so I can take my husband out on a date. Yay! Cheesecake! Cheesecake! So, last Monday, we got eight GameStop gift cards in the mail, and I did what any normal person would do. I dragged my husband's ass to GameStop. Oh, I drove you there. Are you kidding me? I was excited. (laughs) We were so excited. We showed up to the GameStop. We got Tears of the Kingdom, Jedi Survivor, and Kirby at the Forgotten Lands, and uh, one after another, gift card, click. Just swiping. Gift card, click. Gift card, click. Mm-hmm. The eighth one, we've got three cents on it. We get the protection plan. It's another whatever. And Hector pulls out his wallet, and the lady behind the cash register is like, oh my god, you're pulling out another gift card, aren't you? And we're like, no, 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 no. We're out. It's cash. It's cash. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we've Hector and I have been fighting for custody over Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, the the low key unspoken rule is four hours a day <laughs> per person a day, and the weekends mainly. We're yeah. busy in the weekdays. Yeah, we have like jobs and adult stuff, and it sucks. So, all I want to do is make <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. So if you've been noticing by this point, because we have a backlog by now, if you're noticing, hey, 
why are episodes not going every two weeks like they're supposed to? Oh, we're going to do it week by week now? <laughs> no, no. Every two weeks. But you're like, why are we doing it every two weeks? Why is it like three weeks or a month? It's because we've been playing lots of Tears of the Kingdom and I'm very behind <laughs> on editing. Also, Jedi Survivor. I am True. very behind. <laughs> True. We are suffering and enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> Ed. Uh, Ed. I'll go last. Mooster crackish. Mooster crackish. What? Metalocalypse. Oh, Metalocalypse. Nice, nice. Mooster crackish. Do you guys like coffee? Duncan Hills coffee? <laughs> I, I think he's turning are... into a Dark Lord Overlord of the Universe. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, back together, raw, back together. Oh, I think uh, I've heard that song, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Isn't it like, back together, raw, back together wrong am i right or is that my thing of a different song sewn back together wrong back together sewn back together wrong okay i've only heard sewn back together wrong is like the thing but it's okay yeah that's like in the first episode and then you were right they took it off hbo max so i can't keep watching it right now you can t- yo ho yo ho. I can't say Yar- it legally. <laughs> Yar hard fiddly dee. Being a pirate is alright to be. Do what you want because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna give mine now. And there's a. Do you mind if you listen to a bit of a small story? Again? <laughs> I'm absolutely have, fine. It's with story it. time corner in the household. Okay. Yeah. So I'm absolutely fine with it. Last week, I or last episode. I mentioned the book Chain Gang All-Stars by Nana Kwame Ajay Brenya. Yesterday, knowing I had work early in the morning, I ventured to the big local bookstore, the big bookstore of Powell's, which is very well known because it's like four stories and it's a bookstore. And yeah, it's it's like a, it's a tourist trap. It's a huge bookstore. It's like the only tourist trap the locals are like super fine with because it's just, it just means more books. Mm -hmm. I like, yeah, go support the local, support your local independent bookstore. Like, I do it, or I try to, but at the same time, like... Pal- well, I mean, Pals is local. Yeah, but it's, like, a bigger one, not it, the smaller mom and pop. It's anyway, mom and pop, yeah. Yeah, but point being, I they had this author who I've been, you know, really a big fan of. So I got to go in, I got to listen, I read the book, I finished it the night before. I go in, and, like, guys, he's re- he's, he's pretty cool. He's, he's pretty cool. I'm not trying to be all parasocial here, but, like, he is... <laughs> He's a very kind, very intelligent man, like, who really knows what he's talking about. The book is about, it's a a satirical look at the prison industrial complex. The word is essentially like, hey, you have a 25-year sentence. You want to cut down to three? You have to fight for your life against other prisoners for three goddamn years. It gives Hunger Games and Squid Game energy, but in, like, a unique way. Yes, it's more... I won't give it all away, but it, he tries to take an empath- empathic look, and it's like, yeah, these people are terrible, but don't you think they des- they're still human? They deserve to have a really good chance of being redeemed and being treated as human, no matter what they've done? And shouldn't we, like, change the way we look at prisons? Because no, not many other countries that are very developed do the same thing we do. It tells a very touching story through all that. Uh, I did mention the podcast. Who knows if he's going to listen to it? But uh, if you do, hi, Nana. I, it was fun meeting you, and thanks for signing my book. 
Uh, that's it. Oh, one last thing. Uh, since we were talking about Kermit the Frog and uh, Ed also mentioned coffee, uh, if you are like me and you like watching commercials, you heard me right, uh, <laughs> on YouTube, you should check out the old Wilkins coffee ads from the like 1950s, 1960s. So Jim Henson of Kermit, uh, Kermit the Frog fame, he developed Kermit's puppet first, not for the Muppet show, but for Wilkins coffee. Uh, it's a series of ads where Kermit is more aggressively, uh, each time more aggressive than the last, threatening pe- uh, this guy, Mr. Wilkinson, to drink Wilkins coffee. It's hilarious. It's it's pretty it looks good. Disturbing. So does yeah, it yeah, it's it's like proto Kermit. Yeah. Does uh, it get to the point of him cursing? <laughs> no, it's like uh, commercial. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, like, you uh, can uh, you can have cursing as long as it's censored. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's the fifties, but like one of the one of them, for example, uh, he's got the the guy he's trying to get the coffee to sit in an electric chair, and he's like, "So, do you want to drink Wilkins coffee? Heck, no." Close <laughs> the trigger. Yeah, it's it's funny. They're really funny. Yeah. No, it's hilarious. Henson Henson was ahead of the game. Yeah, there's like a, oh, yeah. a couple minute compilation of all the ads strung together, and that it, it's if you I'm, like ads, oh, it's good. Nice. I might watch the Five Nights at Freddy's movie just because they made the animatronics. <laughs> the Henson Company made the animatronics. That's oh, fair. That's little... Yeah. Here, I'll po- I'll post it in the Discord. Lovely audience, you should join our Discord. I can show you cool pictures, uh, cool ads, vintage ads. You can see pictures of my cat. You can you and can other share, people's animals. Yeah, and you can share. You can see our shared stupid memes, and you can also say mean things to me in our newest uh, channel, where yes, it's dedicated for saying mean things to me. Are there any rules on the Discord? Uh, uh, the, the yes, Discord but not 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 in not in the saying mean things to me. Yeah. No. Uh, no. 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 We're, no. We're <laughs> the, no. Ed, this is the internet. Wild, wild west. No. There are some. There, there are some rules. There are. There are uh, rules. Yeah. There are I'm two mainly... rules. Don't be a dick. No hate. And the don't okay. be a dick. There's a sub thing for unless you're being a dick to Ed. He likes that. So I can. Uh, so... <laughs> So I can send pictures of duck tits to the Insult Ed channel. Yes. <laughs> I'm worried we'll be flagged for something. <laughs> yeah. I, and I will I will definitely grade your insults, by the way. Ruth, I think I've taken a vow of never doing it because I can see him live. I can see Ed all, all the time and I insult him to his face on a pretty yeah. good basis, mm-hmm. so... We we had a pretty good ra- uh, razzing session last recording during Point Break. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, oh, we uh, huh? we have all we have an Instagram. We'll link in the thing, but Instagram, yeah, lovely audience, you should join us on Discord. You should follow us on Instagram. It's at reshoot underscore underscore podcast. Yes, yeah. We also, uh, we also have, have a, a Tweety Bird. We we do have a bird that does a tweet. Uh, it is at reshoot movie po one. Don't forget we- that ripoff mastodon. Disgusting elephants, so inferior to bird. It is at reshoot podcast. <laughs> uh, we also have a merch store. We get we do little stickers. I think did that ever get resolved? I still need to convert that over. So okay, it's but, still currently Redbubble. But it for it will soon be something else. Yes. Yeah, and if if you're old school like me, like if you're a boomer. We also have an email. 
you can email us things. Like recommendations or how you feel about the podcast. Or, or duck tits. Or <laughs> cute, non-sexual images of ducks. Please and thank you. Go straight to me. Or you can, or you can say mean things to me through the email you, instead. You also. can also email mean things to Ed. Please put it in the subject line. Otherwise, I will cry. <laughs> uh, it is reshootpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, do you do you want to? Hey, uh, John, do you want to give yourself one more uh, shout out? Tell yeah. us more about. You. Yeah, shameless self plug. Yes, so, self plug uh, uh, again. I'm uh, and I'm the host uh, host of the of Smash presents the Gamma Analysis uh, ASA podcast, where I do uh, uh, where I review all kinds of geeky films with a focus on Hulk. Uh, Hulk. I also oh every once in a while do uh, do some random things like uh, like one time I uh, our. Actually, it was a two-part episode, but uh, uh, but I did uh, I read out uh, out the script from the uh, uh, from the um canned pilot a uh, uh, pilot for the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, oh, so it's gonna be live action on CW. Oh, God. oh, oh. you read? The, wait, I didn't. I missed that I episode. Read, you read it? I think that's self harm, yes. dude. I read that. And it was hilarious how ridiculous it was. How much psychic damage did you get from reading it? <laughs> I'm surprised that that episode is up. That sounds like self harm. Well, it, 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 the, it's just a, uh, it's just someone uh, leaked the script online, uh, and and I, and I was able uh, uh, to download it, and then I read it uh, it to um two friends of mine, I, one of whom is a massive uh, Powerpuff Girls fan. Uh, uh, and um, it, it was honestly one of my uh, uh, my most hilarious sets of episodes. Uh, oh, it's, um, you can find my podcast on uh, on basically uh, a all major uh, podcast platforms. You can find me on uh, on Twitter uh, or at Smash Trivia John. You also have a Patreon, right? Yes, I do. Uh, oh, so uh, if you want to support me, you can uh, and join the Patreon, and you can get uh, you can get every month. Uh, uh, me reading, uh, uh, reading comics uh, uh, with my friends, uh, uh, and uh, and um, at where we do uh, uh, voices for every character. Uh, uh, character. Um, we did a whole four part series about uh, series about uh, of where She Hulk teamed up with Howard the Duck. Um, I also do uh, also have on there their uh, um Beast Smash where I react to bad or uh, or B movies. Uh, uh, and then I have uh, I have um, trivia. Uh, uh, I have some trivia that uh, where my co-host Keith uh, uh, he asked me uh, asked me trivia questions every month. Uh, uh, and also, and then finally, the last thing on the Patreon is that uh, on every month is Smasher passes. Uh, passes where my uh, my co-host gets uh, it's to force me to uh, uh, Smasher pass some really crazy stuff. One time he had me uh, doing Ikea furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, I got some revenge on him this month because uh, uh, I because uh, this uh, uh, his birthday is this month so I uh, so I did a little bit of a role reversal thing and so I had him smashing the uh, smasher passing uh, a. Lord of the Rings characters, uh, uh, and I particularly chose some uh, uh, um ones that would be uh, uh, be 
a lot harder on him, like the Eye of Sauron. Uh, on was one of them. <laughs> how how did you do Balrog? How was Balrog? Uh, I did not do Balrog. I should have done that one. I I know I did Gollum. Uh, um, that, okay, I, or Wormtongue? Did I'd, you do Wormtongue? I don't think I did Wormtongue. I I it's just so crazy. don't remember what uh the bad ones I did. I also uh, I also like I, I had uh, had because I uh, I we normally do like ten of them, but oh, okay. because I wanted to have the entire uh, IR fellowship, I had uh, had the fellowship uh, be two at a time so you either have to smash both or or pass on both uh and i i decided to be really funny and have uh have that for gandalf uh and uh, and boromir i just put a uh, i just uh, put uh two pictures up of their uh, of the articles where they said that they're uh, uh they don't like intimacy uh, a coordinators just, just so I could, uh, just so, uh, mainly so I could, uh, I could have an excuse to talk about that because I, do, I like to every once in a while talk about some serious topics on my podcast because uh, mm-hmm. I think it's it's kind of an important thing to uh, to uh, make there be some more attention towards uh, or it's when there are crappy things happening in the world for sure for sure. Uh, well, if you ever want a re- recommendation for, I don't know if it technically counts as a B movie, but uh, if you want a, a a movie to react to, mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend Sharks of the Corn. Oh, okay. I'd and rec- if you haven't done an episode on Austin Powers, I'm down for that. I okay. love. I yeah. I used to watch. I watched that as a kid. <laughs> yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind. i reviewing sometime the Austin Powers films. I would not react to them though because. I've already watched all of them, uh, and Fair. so, which uh, in my my reactions, I want to get my uh, my first time watching side reactions. That's so that fair. It, it yeah, be crazier reactions. That's fair. Uh, another one I'd recommend is Velocipaster. That one uh, is. Yeah, I have seen, I have seen that. I have seen that. I honestly really do not like Velocipaster. Really, but the special yeah, effects for the car explosion at all. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, huh. That's like a five. My, for, that's like a five out of five for me. Weirdly enough, oh, you seen the room? I have not. I, I kind oh my of God. part of me wants to watch the room, okay. but part of me is has heard a lot about what's in it. I'm like, this doesn't sound like I am gonna enjoy. <laughs> no, 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 no. You will, you will enjoy it. <laughs> I'm not trying to oversell it, but oh, it'll yeah. change your life. <laughs> it it, <laughs> oh, it no. is definitely a cult classic, a hundred percent. But like. It is like you have to. He's met Tommy. Able... Keep in mind, he's met. Yeah, Ed's I've, met Tommy. I've, I've met the two he's main been... characters of that movie. He has mm. been blessed by touching the hair. <laughs> yeah, and I also touched Greg Sestero's beard. Um, oh, that's cool. How was the beard? It was. It was short, so not not a lot, but you know, um, I still touched his face. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I did stroke Tommy's luxurious, luscious locks. <laughs> Alliteration. Changed his life. Is there an I, L word for stroking hair? Uh, licking. <laughs> licked, licked his luscious, luxurious locks. Uh, but yeah, uh, don't go into it seriously. Try to find mm-hmm. anything oh, yeah. you can think about to be to make fun of it and laugh at it. One hundred percent. I can definitely you understand laid- that. You laid your hands on his luxurious. Laid locks. does not sound right. It sounds worse than licking. <laughs> I, I'm trying. No, here. I appreciate you trying. At the same time, you though, just the laid thought on the hands. There we go. Hands. hands. Right. You also uh, played D and D. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also uh, 
real quick thing, a little bit of lore about uh, the room. There is a prop in the movie of a framed picture of a spoon, right? And that's become a, a, a thing uh, where if you go to screenings, uh, there's a screening in, in one of these theaters like every year, or every every couple months, uh, and people bring a box of plastic spoons and wherever that prop is in, in scene, they yell spoon and throw plastic spoons everywhere. So when I went to the screening where I met Tommy and Greg, uh, one person did have a box of spoons and I'm like, I asked for a plastic spoon and he gave it to me. And then when I went to Tommy and Greg, I said, please sign my spoon. And they did. So I have a signed spoon where one side is signed by Tommy Wiseau and the other one by Greg Sestero. I thought they, you were going to say you were the only one who threw the spoon and it was really awkward. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, no, I, I kept my spoon in my, in my hand that entire time. It was signed by both of them. It was, I mean, initialed because it's a spoon, but you know, <laughs> it's probably worth money to somebody. Yeah. I, you know, I I usually uh, a for the uh, are the beast matches. I do multiple of them each month. I I usually try to uh, I come up with a theme for each month. I'll probably uh, I'll play at some point in the future uh, or try to do a, a shark themed B movies one. So uh, uh so I'll definitely uh, I can definitely try to do the uh, the so sharks cool. of the corn for that. Uh, and then also the uh, also since I've never seen any of them, the Sharknado franchise. Oh, that's a good one. I need to see yeah. those two. I'd love my excuse to see it. Oh, uh, you could also do the Meg. I know it's not technically a B movie. It should be a B movie. It's a B. It's like a B. I've heard people describe it as a B movie with like A level everything else. Yeah. No, that's that's accurate. You know, I would I would say probably has a B movie with way too high a budget. Yes. Yeah. You know. You know what's also a B movie? B movie. B movie. All right. Thanks, uh, thanks, John, for come have being here with us. It's been a lot of fun. This of course, really good. I I had a lot of fun myself. Uh, honestly, uh, a, um, this has probably been the most uh, the most excited I've I've been for any kind of guest appearance coming on side because I uh, oh, cause I knew I had some uh, had some uh, um stuff that would uh, um crazy stuff to say for this. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, you definitely did. <laughs> uh, more than welcome to come back anytime. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, thanks. Bye. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Today's film was Howard the Duck, directed by Willard Hyuk. The writers were Willard Hyuk and Gloria Katz, and based on the original work by Steve Gerber and Val Mayerick. And the cinematographer was Richard H. Klein. I'm not sure if they have social media accounts of their own, but go show some love for each of them on yours. They made a movie, which is more than we can say here. Apologies, lovely audience, for the delay in this episode. We've had a dog of a day. And also our next film will be dog. Goodbye.